Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Quarantine Notes. My name is Mihai Tivoyu, and today I am speaking to the accordionist and fellow City Music Foundation artist Bartosz Glowacki. But first, I would like to take a moment to mention the wonderful work that the City Music Foundation has been doing and continues to do even in these difficult times. Through their Young Artists program, they have been helping musicians at the beginning of their career achieve professional success by offering them the skills, tools, experience and networks to help them make a living from making music. I was fortunate enough to be selected as a CMF artist in the year after graduating from the Guildhall School of Music and Drama in London, and their help has been invaluable even after the official two-year program had finished. They are currently curating a series of concerts broadcast live from a spectacular setting, the Clock Tower at the St Pancras Hotel in London. This series of weekly concerts started last Wednesday with Bartosz Glowacki, the soprano Loti Betz-Dean and the guitarist Andrei Lebedev. It will continue for the next few weeks and it will include musicians such as Emily Sun, Samson Tsoi, Rosalind Ventris, Alex Hitchcock and many others. I'm happy to be playing myself a piano recital there this coming Wednesday, 24th of June. If you would like to know more, please visit citymusicfoundation.org, where you can also donate to support the wonderful work they are doing. And now I'm very excited to bring you the conversation I had with Bartosz. Having known him for a while, I have only become more familiar with his work relatively recently when I discovered his absolutely brilliant album, Genesis, on which he plays works ranging from Scarlatti and Couperin to Sofia Gubaidolina in an extremely captivating and fascinating way. He also displays his skill as a bandoneon player in Astor Piazzolla's Concerto for Bandoneon and Guitar, Hommage à Liège. As ever, if you would like to support this podcast, you can do so on my Patreon page, and I am always happy to receive questions or suggestions at mihai.ritivoyu at gmail.com. Bartosz, uh, and thank you so much for uh, joining me for this the sixth episode of Quarantine Notes already. Um, I watched your concert yesterday and uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's amazing how the accordion lends itself to so many different um, genres. So I would like you to tell us a little bit about your musical beginnings and I wonder if what was your first love, if it was classical music or some some other um, style? Hello, everyone. And um, yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me uh, for the podcast. I'm my musical uh, life started by a really miracle. 
uh, and kind of by accident. I was really bad kids uh, and my parents to calm me down uh, had idea to, to send me to the music school. Uh, so I went there and, and I ended up playing an accordion. Uh, which I really, really love. Uh, I don't regret that um, choice or decision. Uh, and um, first I started as, as everyone else on that instrument, so playing um, children pieces. But then very soon I, I, I went to the concert of the accordion department and really uh, was into uh, listening to the transcriptions from the classical music and, and um, also you know, contemporary new repertoire, which was really fun. Uh, so I remember as a young kid, I was really into it and, and that's uh, striked me. And um, I would say that from the age of 12, I really uh, knew what I want to do in life. So, so I was really pushing forward for, the, for, the, for being a musician. So you, you started straight with the accordion? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, it's a really confusing instrument, to be honest, uh, for the children, because uh, you cannot see the left hand. Of course, it's heavy, it's, it's big and, and uh, coordination of the, of the hands, it's really important. But, but once you get the basics, uh, it's a really fun instrument to play. Yes, it's, uh, well, it's, it's fun to listen to and it's fascinating. Now, you mentioned uh, contemporary music and I was really um, very moved by one of the works on your CD um, by um, Viktor Vlasov, um, The Five Views on the Gulag State and uh, that is a very affecting work but and there are also some amazing uh, effects that you can do with the accordion. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that piece? Yeah, this piece is it's, it's kind of special in the sense of course it has um, history and is talking about things uh, from the history and and um, era that is really sad really moving and and um, Vlasov tries to paint the picture with music of suffering of the people uh, in in the gulags um, the Soviets uh, Russia uh, as a labor camps uh, well peace itself it's it's um, full of extended techniques, full of uh, unusual sounds, and um, I think that's what makes um, this special. So you can hear the wind, you can hear the the noise of the cutting wood. Um, there's there's marching as well for the second movement. Um, yes, it's, it's really programmatic uh, piece in in that sense. Um, but also for that piece, I commissioned um, sound artists to come up with the animation uh, about all the all the movements, um, because uh, with with the piece with such a powerful uh, meaning behind and being so contemporary, it's it's kind of difficult for for the audience to engage for seventeen minutes without. Um, picture so so that really helps uh, in that sense right so you have done it in concert with those uh, um, animations uh, yes yes and it really works um, I had really nice feedback from the from the audience that 
that um, seeing uh, what's what this artist uh, made out of the music and combination of those together uh, really um, painted better and bigger story in their mind than just music. Very interesting. Yes, and is the composer still alive? Yes, yes, he's uh, living in Ukraine, in Odessa. Um, it's really um, interesting because he's writing a lot of folk music, a lot of jazz, original accordion music, but that's one of his very few pieces of, of, of contemporary music. Oh, really? And it's such a powerful piece. Hmm. Um, so yesterday you played the first of a series of um, uh, live broadcast concerts um, by the, presented by the City Music Foundation. And was this um, th the first activity you had um, after the quarantine or have you had some other things going on? Yeah, that was, that was um, the first thing which I've done outside my home. Uh, of course, before that, I was I was going through the phases. Uh, I guess every musician uh, in this situation is is kind of the same, thinking about recording, about the video, how you can present uh, maybe interesting video from home. Um, but um, what happened yesterday was really the f very first since March time. Uh, you can go out and and do the chamber music with actually being in the space being with the musicians and that's that was really um, nice and and that makes me realize how much i missed uh, playing with other people while we can't really so yeah yes it's it's, it's incredible that uh yes until now we weren't even able to to meet someone to to do a rehearsal exactly uh, it, it, and how did it feel to uh, to know there is an audience but it's just not there um it's really it's really strange because you you know you play something um upbeat um with full of energy you finish um you are happy with your performance and there is silence and you're thinking what is going on like is is are are the people enjoying or or not it's a really strange feeling in your head um that's that you don't have this immediate reaction from the audience of course, you can read the charts after your performance, but you know that's not the same. So I'm missing this this um, connection, like true connection between you as a performance, sitting and playing on the stage uh, with the audience who are who are presented live there. Um, that's that thing is really hard, and I think it's impossible to replicate with with online streaming. Yes, that's my feeling. I have experimented uh, a little bit from my house with some kind of uh, live streaming, but I thought um, I didn't want to do a concert as such because I thought I didn't have the the right conditions. It wasn't happy with the sound and the, the piano was out of tune and everything. Mm -hmm. But I thought, okay, I would talk a bit about uh, this Nescu Piano Sonata and uh, play a bit. And I realized that if, if I had done this in front of people, I would kind of feel if I've gone on too much about something and people are starting to get bored or if they really like what I'm saying. And uh, it was very strange to not have that feedback. And mm. then I said, um, okay, if anyone has any questions. 
and I I, <laughs> I had the screen in front of me, but I I didn't scroll down. I forgot to look at the bottom of the, and I thought, oh God, there's no one there's has no, any questions. No questions. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's fascinating because we rely on on in many things in our life we rely on the communication face to face and and reading the the, the people's uh, reaction uh, straight and and it's it's really hard to to again engage because in my head for example when i play something online um it's the worry that's that always you have to capture people's uh, attention for the every second of your performance online and um, behind your head is the fact that if someone gets bored first thing they they want to do is just exit the stream and and move on and and watch something else uh, while uh, life it it won't happen you know only few people walk out of the concert hall so yeah it's it's more rare yeah it happens sometimes in in lunchtime concerts when they need to get back to work if your program exactly. is too long yeah and you're still <laughs> thinking as a performer um, have i done something wrong are they not enjoying the music but yeah okay. yes yes it's awful <laughs> <laughs> yes but um yeah as, as, as on the other hand as soon as i did find the questions i i started to feel a bit more natural like there was mm -hmm. some kind of uh, interaction coming but yes as you say that there's this uh, new fear now that that someone could simply leave the stream and and you have to keep them entertained but let's let's just hope that this this will not become the way we do our uh, craft from now on because um, i really do hope that this is only temporary um i think it's good lesson for 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 us as a, you know um, musicians in general that's to be aware that the audience is there online of course if we want to use it but at the same time i really hope that that real life uh, audience is, is is gonna come back really soon yes and it, during normal times um how is your time divided how much um, um how much classical music do you play or how um how much do you play alone how much do you play in ensembles yeah it's really difficult to say because uh, you know being accordion player uh you have to really be flexible to to make a living uh so i do all different genres of music um sometimes you you even won't imagine what's what 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 i could play <laughs> but um i really enjoy playing this variety of, of music with all different musicians and um, you can learn so many things from playing um, different kind of music but um, all depends on the month uh, sometimes there is there's month with a lot of uh, new uh, pieces a lot of uh, contemporary music a um, few solo recitals uh, a lot of uh, orchestra works, uh, so sometimes um, accordion is used by composers with the premieres or UK premieres. So sometimes I'm lucky to to be engaged with the uh, orchestra, being inside the orchestra and 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 working on that music. So um, yeah, it's hard to tell, but 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 um, 
until March, it was it was really nice, and, and really um, lots of nice projects were coming along, uh, but they all got cancelled. Yes, it must be amazing to have this variety uh, of. Yeah, you don't, you never get bored. That's that's for sure. But sometimes uh, what is um, tiring is is this um, urge to to learn or or read new music every week. So uh, you cannot really spend so much time on on one particular piece, but um, you have to prepare and read all the kinds of uh, music for for new projects constantly. You must be a very quick learner. I'm I'm not the best sight reader and and you know but but uh, it's certainly improved improved a lot. Yeah. That's something I've um taken as the positive in this period that for the first time I could start a piece that I know I I never have to perform uh in the near future and just go back to it every day and spend a few weeks and just um let it grow like mm -hmm. I used to um <laughs> long time ago when yeah before when... coming to london yes <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> um did, did you did you find some positive aspects in in all this uh isolation time yeah for for the music wise um, it's difficult because um you know mental health it's 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 it space a big role in in our in our life especially when you feel that being artist and being musician it's not necessarily essential nowadays with the, all, all the pandemics so um of course you say that that you know the music and art is, is really essential for for your well-being and and your development as a human being but it's hard to see that in the society so it's difficult to get motivation for 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 that but um, the, from the other hand, I had really time to to spend uh, thinking about what other pieces which I never would do before. I could, you know, look at even just for myself, um, learn maybe transcribe some solo from from you know Coltrane. That's what I was I've been doing a couple of weeks ago, and 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 it was really huge satisfying first and and learning process as well uh, but the other um, good aspect about lockdown is it's just changing your way changing the way you think about uh, life in general you know I mean conceptionism and and all the capitalism is it's it went to the level that's that's we we didn't see that before and, and now and I think now it's it's really clear that that the, this world has some serious issues. Yes, and uh, it, that some things were really excessive before. Yeah. Um, and and now it's it's true. It it puts things in a different balance. But at the same time, as you said, it it was very sad to see the music being the first thing to go. Um, yeah, it's probably really sad because it it will be the last to to recover. Yes, well, if it's any consolation, I think 
I think people who love music and love going to concerts really miss it. Um, yeah. So they're they're probably feeling it uh, as as much as we do. Do you have a specific um, project in mind for when the stage is open again? Mm. I'm not sure about that. Uh, well, I was I was meant to record uh, some Bach uh, album made of Bach, but. Uh, now it's 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 not a good time and and you know financially as well uh so maybe i would i would present it as a concert um so um yeah I, i'm really working on the partita in c minor so oh, wonderful. so that's 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 a huge work and and i really enjoy it yeah yes i am uh, i think bach works wonderfully on on the accordion and I just like it's a, a, a it's kind of a silly question, but I just wonder how straightforward is it to uh, transcribe from from piano? Um, is it do do we need to make a lot of adaptations, or um, you can just take the the two the right hand and left hand and, and use them as? Yeah, I mean, um, hmm. it's 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 it could be really difficult one because. Um... For example, Bach's music, you, 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 we rarely change anything there because it's so pure and so great that, that is, it's like, sacrilege. Don't, yeah, don't change anything, like try to play all the notes there. And, and we often do play all the notes, but, um, there's, there's, um, of course, difference for the sound, how the sound is made on accordion comparison to the piano. So if you play note, with your left hand or right hand on the piano, it doesn't make a difference in the sound. While on the accordion, the bellow is connecting source for two manuals. So it's like two separate instruments. So you really need to choose which one you want to play. Like fugue is especially difficult because um, of course you can do a little bit with your fingering and, and finger pressure on the, on the bringing the subject, but mainly is, is, is the dynamic and and the way you play the 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 theme the subject uh rather than articulation right yeah so it's, it could be really difficult um but i think baroque music scarlatti ramo uh, bach uh, works really well on accordion uh late works uh, of the early romantic organ composer like Cesar Frank that really works as well but um, we have a problem with romantic music because that's the start of using the sustain pedal and with yes. accordion you, you really like if sustain pedal is on you know, this piano dynamic is such a characteristic sound that it's difficult to to, to give on accordion it could sound right. really nice really different but there are, there are uh, examples of the pieces that that will never sound as good as as on piano from a romantic period yeah yeah that's interesting well i've i've definitely heard baroque music but i have i hadn't yet heard uh, kind of romantic uh, mm. period organ music which would be very interesting i yeah, have to listen to yeah. some Cesar Frank or something. Oh yeah, Frank is fascinating because he was um, composing on the organ, and he was, I think, in his music he was craving on on having the ability to do the dynamic movements 
within the phrase, while on organ is is very limited. But on accordion, that's that's the that's the possibility which we can bring to the Caesar Frank music. All right. Yes, that's very interesting. Wonderful. So, um, how how long ago did you move to London? Uh, it's it's nice. Nine years. Nine years yeah. already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight for me. Pretty so much. so it's, it's it seems a lot of. Uh, time a lot of time but uh, time flies in London especially when you're very busy so yeah it seems like yesterday yes I, I have the same feeling mm. I, I, I remember I moved here in 2012 and came with uh, one big suitcase and a small one and now I need the van to move <laughs> oh yeah 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 if, if I'm moving somewhere I, I was moving two years ago flats and and the amount of stuff you could you could have, uh, which is unnecessary, I guess. But but you just you just collect it, you know, scores, uh, papers, documents, everything. It's just whole track of of stuff which you which you don't yes. really need, but it's there. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I I'm, I'm I don't know about you, but I'm terribly bad at throwing anything away. Last time here, yes, yes. I even keep um, old programs from concerts that I've attended, like. <laughs> <laughs> that must be, you know, big, big pile of 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 paper. Yes. Yeah. And where were you before in in Poland? So I'm coming from the southeast of Poland, uh, a very small place called Zagorz near Sanok in Bieszczady Mountains. Um, there's really nice piano uh, festival um, called uh, Forum Bieszczadzkie and and it's really nice couple days long festival and and there's collaboration between poland ukraine lithuania russia so uh, yeah it's really really nice there although it's a small town um, but culturally uh, there's a lot happening very nice and uh, do, do you go back often or i try to go um, my parents are there so i try to go two three times a year um, there are sometimes um, work opportunities, so, so I go there to perform, um, either in my city or Warsaw, Krakow. So I try to go there and spend a couple of days at, at family home, and yeah. So, but it's not as as often as I would like to. Yes, same. Mm. And did did you perceive a big difference? musically when you came here to the Royal Academy um, yeah it was it was it was kind of a shock at the first really um, it was positive uh, in a sense that that's mm, the way of education it's it's has its pros and cons uh, but um, the relationship between student and the teacher in UK it's really nice for me because it's 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 on the same level and you treat it with the respect and you're giving the mutual respect um it's it's like clear um responsibilities and clear idea what you need to do because um you are there to learn and they are providing you the education you pay a lot of money for this so if you really want to 
take something uh, useful from that, you have to work hard. Um, so it's really clear relationship. Um, what was uh, completely different is is, is the, the way of teaching that everything was um, kind of uh, really nice and and even you if you do something really wrong, uh, everyone of of the UK teachers are really nice to you. Uh, while in Poland, that that would 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 not happen for sure. No, I would think that this is a, a common uh, cultural shock for people coming from Eastern Europe. <laughs> or... Yeah, because there's there's, there's many um, still many many uh, behaviors and many way of teaching from the post-communist countries that that still exist there. Uh, so it's really really a shock. Yeah. Yes. It took me a while to understand um, when I'm being told something not so nice, but <laughs> in a very nice way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel sometimes that it's this. It's, it's uh, it takes ages to express yourself to say something bad in 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 this culture in in English, uh, while um, you can say this in two words uh, back in Eastern Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And wouldn't be really nice. It would be horrible, but straight to the point. <laughs> you would know straight away. Yeah. So, um, I guess that so far you're happy. You're happy to stay here in London. Well, I'm still thinking about it because, well, it's a very expensive city to live, uh, as 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 we all know. And and without uh, concerts, it's difficult to survive. Difficult to pay the rent. So I, I'm exploring my options really. Uh, yes. I, I started online study for for um, pedagogical degree um, because that's required when I, if I want to ever go go back to Poland, that's required to teach in any school. Uh, right. While while in 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 London, there's uh, in UK in general, there's not such a requirement no. for, teaching, for teaching music. So so. Yeah, so I'm exploring my options, and I I, I want to see what what the life brings. As far as now, uh, yeah, I want to try and stay here and and see how long it's gonna last this lockdown and and this situation. Yes, um, and I I don't suppose they've resumed concerts in Poland. Um, on certain level, yes, yes. I see. Not at, uh, on the big scale, but. Um, Easing lockdown in Poland was 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 much much uh, much faster and on the bigger scale than 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 here. Hmm. So there there are certain aspects that that all my f- friends started already playing uh, gigs, which is which is which is good. Yes. Yes, and in, in Romania also. Well, they had a much smaller numbers than here, and they are talking now about resuming concerts. They're uh, rescheduling some concert of mine for November, and uh, <laughs> your fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes, but um, yes, this this has um, come up a lot in uh, conversations I've had. I was talking to a, a pianist friend called Florian Mitra, and who said. We we absolutely need to, to get back to the concert hall somehow. Do you have any any other uh, live streams planned as as this one uh, for the City Music Foundation? Uh, not at not at this moment. Uh, 
the, the, the one thing which 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 is really nice and and uh, looking forward for this is is a, a recording of the concert project um so it's not going to be live streamed but it's going to be pre-recorded and and then streamed for the hey music uh, trust um i supposed to we supposed to did uh, do the concert uh, in um, april with um, amazing british mezzo sopranist uh, laura lixenberg so now we are producing the the schubert uh, so romantic music for a uh, voice and accordion um yeah so, so i'm really looking forward for this i think the schubert is is you know the songs on Libra, uh, it's kind of the, the, the thing which, which works on accordion. Yes. Well, I, I think there would be no point to, to ask you what you enjoy playing most, because um, I think you having to go through so many, so many different periods and styles, you really adapt and, and you are, you're probably there hundred percent, no matter what you do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I love I love playing all of as I said before I love playing all kinds of music, but there there are of course composers which which I really admire like um, Sofia Kubaidolina, uh, Penderecki. That's 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 you know uh, the one which which really strikes me his music, uh, and so different kinds of tango. Of course, Astor Piazzolla. That's 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 the thing which which I really love. I even had. Um, two years ago, I started learning bandonion uh, to be able to 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 play um, Piazzolla's music or old tango by Pugliese, um, Anibal Troilo on on bandonion. So so yeah, there's there's many things and many good music uh, written over the over the years. That that's that I, I really feel that that is a shame to to just stick to one and and you know. Yeah, it's it's nice to to explore. Yes, is it a big difference between playing uh, accordion and bandoneon? Oh yeah, it's, it's 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 completely different. I'm lucky because I have I have um, bandoneon, which is chromatic, um, so it's it's very similar to the layout of the keys, uh, with some changes um, to the accordion. But the way you produce the sound, way where you hold the instrument and play, uh, make accents. Uh, is, is different so 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 and the fingering is completely different you cannot use thumb for example all so right. only four fingers and you know some some of stuff is really fast and it's hard to jump from the accordion to bandonium without uh, thinking what's what to press and how how fast this needs to be but but yeah it's improving right you see it would be kind of like a pianist trying to learn organ which... Yeah, yeah, with the pedals <laughs> and <laughs> going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Bartosz. It's been very interesting. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Um, I wish you all the best. Um, I also advise uh, the listeners uh, to check out your album Genesis, which is thank you really amazing. And um, you know, I wish all of us a very quick return to concerts and uh, to our, our, our way of sharing uh, music. Uh, thank you so much and, and good luck for your CMF concert next week. And um, 
I also thank you everyone who listened to this podcast and I hope you enjoy. Thank you.